1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I'm Mikey Kenny Keylock, and today, as you're probably aware, Jared isn't here to announce the opening. That's because he's not here. But I am here with two special guests. I'm here with Crash Tag. What's up? And I'm here with Meza. I. you guys are getting so embedded. we dragged so we dragged the double tap team over here because because we ain't have shit to do I yeah. literally just could not find anyone better like oh my god <laughs> yeah. this, he's
2: just making us sound so yeah. good right now oh yeah how are we gonna live up <laughs> to shit, this shit I might have to start telling you Tracer's actually a bad character oh
1: god oh, yeah Tracer
3: buffs yes, and all that right we
2: want to talk about More that buffs.
1: and that's gonna end our show <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But as you can tell, Ja and Jason uh, Emery is uh, not here. They uh, have uh, family traveling, busy work lives today and couldn't make it. I know they'd want to be here, but don't worry. You still are getting a whole new episode of Watchpoint Radio. I'm going to hold down the fort and babysit these children
3: don't worry the house um, the house of jaw will be here in spirit <laughs> hashtag house of Jha. oh, oh geez
2: oh man
1: i was, thought i was gonna go an episode without having to do <laughs>
3: hashtag house of oh no 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 I, I, I ever since that hashtag was created i use that in my daily life like that ass whenever just he something really? dope happens i'm like
2: ha, hashtag house of Jha. i just like seeing people actually fold to him when like he's right it's like they try so hard and he's like no i know i'm right." You're just going to fold. Just let it go. Well, One of the hardest fold, fold, right? things about fucking
3: talking to Jared sometimes is that motherfucker will be right and you're like, and he's smug about it. And he's just <laughs> smug and you're like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like,
1: I just can't wait for I him mean, to edit this.
3: I just can't wait for him to, to hear all the shit talk.
1: Well, speaking of editing, we are recording this on November 29th. It will hopefully be set to release on November 30th to all mm-hmm. you people listening in case there's like a massive drop of information it happens in like oh I don't know, ten hours or so, which I highly doubt will happen. Yeah. It's been a very quiet week for Overwatch.
3: Yeah, you guys like like the last the last podcast you know I I actually listened to them. Uh, you guys went over a lot of the big the big points and like the big things that have you know come up, including the uh, PTR yeah. and the big Symmetra buffs and changes last podcast. Well, so it's been
1: kind of like uh, well, a little know, under the radar now, since then. Well, you know, not to toot our own horn, but we try to you know. Stay at the head of all the news of, on Overwatch. Yeah. You, know, no, not, you guys definitely
2: do a good job. Like 100%. Shoulder. I, I, I listen more often <laughs> now than I play competitively.
1: Uh, yeah, Mr. Competitive Team over here.
2: Well, no, I, I like to get a little difference uh, of what I feel compared to what other people are thinking. And you guys do have, well, look, you have Jaw, okay? He's always right. So <laughs> apparently.
1: Apparently. he does have his own religion wanna, going for him. you, you so. want to get ahead of Blizzard, you just listen to Jaw. That's true. Uh, but speaking of like how you're feeling about the game, how was y'all's week of Overwatch if you got to play any over the holiday? Fucking horrible. Oh, I did. <laughs> Matt. Go ahead. Start at PTR for me.
2: Um, I was thinking it was a smart idea to like get some, some practice in before the new season started because, you know, everybody's like, oh, all these new characters are stronger and all the characters are stronger now and everything. And yeah, No, fuck that. Totally didn't even get to play any of the characters I liked. Cause you got all the newbies jumping on and shit for the weekend. Not cool, oh, I,
3: I was harvesting all that weekend. I was like, "Yes, come, come, vanilla players, get wrecked." It was fun. Yeah, well, you're that, Dark Soul. Yeah, man, that's what I do. I just, I just, I just reap souls. It's my thing. Uh, but no, die, I got, to, I got to really try die, a lot of the, uh, the, you know, the, the. My main thing was to play a lot of the. Um, The interesting Sombra teams and compositions that are going to, you know, that people have been coming up with ever since she got released because, you know, she got released in the middle of, you know, the the season two. So you didn't get to see that much play on her in competitive side of things, but it was off season. So off season, you got plenty of time to kind of mess around and yeah, you still got quick play to do that, but then people are still going to try to be competitive, more competitive in the actual off season than in quick play. So yeah, I was just playing a lot of Sombra, a lot of Widowmaker. I think she's going to be a little bit more viable now, so I'm kind of just derusting a bit. So yeah, that was my that was my harder
1: weekend. No, well, sounds like y'all had some pretty good ones. Mine was just I didn't really get to play a whole lot because I was uh, in Seattle most of the week. So oh yeah, that's right. I I I didn't bring my computer with me, obviously, because that no smart move. <laughs> um, so I didn't get to play a whole lot, but I got to play a little bit more Symmetric PTR. Mm. and I got to just mess around a little bit more, but I didn't really get a solid playtime in. Maybe I'll get more playtime in if Final Fantasy 15 doesn't suck my soul away. Yeah, man. It's like, we, like as if
3: it wasn't bad enough now, 15 dropping. <laughs> I wonder how the numbers yeah. are going to be.
2: Oh, and Last Guardian drops next week. But, you know, that's, that's not, I, didn't, I just heard that.
1: Does anyone care? No, I'm kidding. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm sure people care. Let me leave this podcast <laughs> this now. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, why are we here again?
2: This no, guy's just attacking that, everything I love.
1: That's what I do. First it's fucking what I've Tracer, now done. my favorite when games. Have I, when have I never hated on the things that you love? I yeah. even did this when I was on Double Tap. Come on. That is, that is yeah. true. I think
3: that's why Mikey eventually
1: left or we disbanded.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, We're here now. You can't <laughs> yeah. run away from oh, us. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, Double Tap reunion. Came, came crawling Yay. back to us. <laughs> All right. But anyways, um, let's go ahead and just jump right into our uh, top topic or topic of the show real quick. Top story. All right. So I was kind of trolling the forums around, mm. and I saw a pretty interesting topic that actually got a Blizzard response from Jeff Kaplan. And it, it, I think it could have some legs to stand on. Um what what we're going to talk about real quick is uh 3v3 competitive. Is there a future for it? Can it be done? And what things would need to change to 3v3 competitive to actually work properly? Cuz I mean right now there's a lot of trolley comps that are going on in 3v3 yeah. as I'm sure y'all have run into. Yeah. You know nothing's like a Reinhardt, Bastion, Mercy sitting in their base. Yeah, that 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 kind of sucks a lot actually.
3: Um yeah, that comp was one. I, funny enough, I see a lot of the Widow Sombra and the tank or usually it's like Roadhog or something because they like the way I I don't know if it was just me, but I I came across it, I think more more commonly than just some of the random ones. It was uh, you know, Roadhog would just, you know, one hook, you know, depending on what character it was, he could just one shot you once he gets the hook, but Widowmaker would always be in the back line. whatever she hits, they would then abuse uh Sombra's uh, passive ability to see through and then always call out wherever, you know, the enemy is. You, the, the Widowmaker didn't necessarily have to kill you, just at least damage you enough that the Sombra can just make callouts and just know exactly where you were.
1: That's true, but I, I will agree. I do see a lot of Roadhog for the insta-kill, mm-hmm. and also just for the fact of just, I mean, and he heals self-heal. himself. Yeah, self-heal yeah, every 8 I seconds mean, in, is a, is in a, a good a map help. where there's no health packs, it's kind of like,
3: A big thing. Whatever.
1: But uh in this post, um a user had some recommendations for what he felt like would be things that need to be implemented before three V three went competitive, even though he really even though they he or she really wanted to see competitive, like these things need to be worked out first. Yeah. And I'm gonna just kinda list off a few and let let's see what y'all think. So one would be uh a pick and ban phase, which the- me personally, I'd be like, "Fuck that."
2: Um, yeah.
3: I, I, okay. First of all, I'll hand it right to Meza because he's the league player, and I know that that is that is a league system deal right there, where you can pick whatever you know hero you want your opponents to possibly not have to kind of change, kind of you know already get the flow of the match set towards you know maybe your advantage. Like how how do you feel about that Meza? like that being implemented in Overwatch?
2: Um, I think it's might be a little too early because there's not enough characters, but if we are to, let's say, try to implement it, it can only be at most one to two bans per team because the thing is you're going to obviously get people banning the same things over and over, but how do you manage, you know, they would have to separate the 3v3 mode away from the actual game itself, and I think that's a lot more stressful. So the picks and bans, honestly, it's not going to help with the development of the competitive play unless they're doing maybe one the two picks and bans. Maybe like a one, like a one side bans, the other side bans, and the other side bans again, but the other side gets first pick. So, of the litter. That's the only way I can see this working. And then you see the characters, but I, I just don't see that how this really plays a really good role into 3v3 comp. I think the creativity comes from the fact that you can play anything.
1: Right, <laughs> and I think it forces a meta almost too much. Yeah. Because then absolutely. you're going to get into the phase of like, Well, obviously, we're gonna ban the healer, the the Roadhog, Mm because he heals himself so much health and inst death. I mean, and I mean, there's ways to counter Roadhog, obviously, but like right now, if there was a pick and ban phase, I could almost 100% guarantee Roadhog would be a 100% ban all the time. You know what I mean? And
3: plus, that would accelerate the 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 staleness almost of like how that quick too- someone could you can get burned out from that. It's like, because then you'll just see the same comps over and over again, yep. and no one wants to see the same shit over and over again. You want to see Agreed. a different You want to see a different character. And
1: and if we picked and banned between each round, uh, I'm saying they would it, do that. That would drag the game on yeah, so incredibly, long, incredibly. I right. mean, that's why the game is three out of five, so you can adjust without having to pick and ban, in my opinion. Yeah. That's just me. Um, the user also said one to two health packs on the map. I no. nah. see where he's going with that, but at the same time, then you're forcing the game to be very health pack control, and then you're almost saying, like, hey, Sombra, you yeah. really want to be good? <laughs> yeah, let's, insta-pick, let's, insta-pick. Let's, 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 let's hack these two health packs. GG. Yeah. Like, no, they, were, they
2: were probably, in my opinion, they were probably... Uh, Like lock that hack part system out of it. See, this is the thing. I I feel like all these ideas that they're coming up with so far is being things pulled from like League of Legends, which is fine. It's perfectly fine. They have it in like their whole system, whatnot. But to deny somebody an ability that they have naturally in other modes would kind of suck and make her less effective. But I just don't think the health packs allow the game to progress the way they they're talking about later on which you'll when you start reading it off i'll explain but i don't think the health packs are going to help at all
1: i no, i don't i don't think they do either I, honestly yeah. it oh go on oh go No, if anything that's just going to take away the power from the healers and you're taking away the power from people who can heal themselves and things like that who are supposed to be more survivable but also not as much damage I, 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 get what I'm saying. On top of that, like it's it's you're
3: adding health packs. You're gonna now you're extending the match right off the bat. Right, um, right. to The reason I I, I find a type of um, enjoyment out of three v three is because there's no health packs. That means now your shots need to matter. Like you have to. It's more important for you to make sure your aim is correct. That you're you know you're actually you know correctly damaging your opponents or else, you know, it makes no sense that if I get two solid or a good solid body shot with Widowmaker or a couple of good shots with McCree, if you're just going to go and heal up anyway. Like I said, it's just going to drag the match. Um I just like the the straight up 3v3 because it feels like it's more skill-based somewhat. Like, it it's really more elimination.
1: does. Yeah, well, right? it is. It is and, elimination. So it's it like, I think people, it's more skill-based. And it keeps people from just running out there. Yeah, like, oh, if I get honest. hit, I can... I it's, can just grab a health pack and be fine. Exactly.
2: I do think there is a way to structure it, which he has a good idea about the whole add a one to health map, one two two health map packs. Wow, ah, that's weird. Health packs on the map, but the I think the easiest way to solve that problem, if he if they had to implement it, is one health pack the middle of the map in the open, only one time spawn at one one point in the game, which is preferably like later into the match. If there's t- if there's only five minutes in the match. Or ten minutes in match, however they set it, I think it should be the five minute to six minute mark. Usually like a sudden death style, whereas like maybe only two, like one two v one or something like that. I think that allows you to do something more and play around it a little bit more. But it's only one time that health pack shows up, and that's where I think the push and pull power control will show itself. Now to actually add a big dynamic to the to the three v three, at least if they wanted to.
3: And and plus the one other point that I actually meant to bring up is that like once you add health packs to the map, now the gameplay, like you said, the meta will then kind of revolve around like almost territory around those health packs more than anything else. It won't be just, you know, let's try to just defeat the enemy team. It's like, no, we must secure our area. And it's just gonna, it's just gonna then like take away from that, you know, the the appeal of 3v3 is like, yo, your team versus their team, go at it. That's it. Like, there's no, there's no in between. You just have to destroy the other team. Right, health pack. You're like, no, let's play around the health pack and make sure we can heal and all that junk.
1: Yeah, which then turns a kill like an elimination style into an objective control. Exactly, which is more what you you want objective control and quick play and all your other game modes. Yeah. You don't really want objective control in this mode. Like this yeah. isn't about, yeah. if anything, this mode, the only thing that might be like objective controlling is holding the high ground. Yeah. But that's like kind you of know, in any game, really.
3: Like, yeah, yeah, you get an advantage. That's just normal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Which, you know, that's, I mean, that's just like it, a normal deathmatch match
3: meta. Like yeah. Like I said, the, like meta said, this is elimination based. This is the one, this is the time where you can go out and it's, Oh, you know, in in quick play competitive, it's not always about kills. You can have the most amount of eliminations; it don't mean jack shit if you didn't stay on the payload, if you didn't defend it. Here, it's like, no, this is your chance. Like, go kill them. That's all you need to do. No need to add this sub meta of trying to hold the territory down because of you know, uh, what is it? Uh, advantage. Just no, just go out and kill, man. That's kind of the fun of it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. No
3: need to complicate. Um, Good thing.
1: His next point was. He wanted like he suggested a black smoke or something, but basically the thing is to just push people to the center as the match basically starts winding down into the draw state to avoid draws and to okay. push people in the center to the hiding. Right. And I I, I I like this. I like this. I mm, I like this mm,
3: because uh, for two. All right, for two. I'm kind of all okay. right. I'm on both sides, but because okay. when I first started, uh, even something like um like even one v one i was very patient with with like it was crazy but i would always get yelled at by the opponent going like you like i would wait i would actually kind of like stalk them and be very quiet i would always crouch walk i'd always try to get an element of surprise right so i would actually get yelled at a lot and i didn't realize because these guys are just coming in and just like all right you know 1v1 or even 3v3 let's just go at it i like the smoke thing because it's almost like it adds to like the patient player but then it also it kind of makes it a little bit more um what is it um uh uh what is it at the end suspenseful really because then like you who who the fuck knows about that happen it's either we go into the middle and you know play or we're all just gonna die
1: yeah but then you're taking but then you're forcing Widowmaker to get in like a range where she doesn't want to be in at all true and the map is forcing it
2: well that's that's because you shouldn't probably be having her as the last person alive and picking her on your team 24 7 uh, okay. Well, so... no,
1: but like that's beside the, the point. Like that's like if I if if the team does have a Widowmaker and the envi and the timer is what's causing them to be pushed in, like someone could just like wait behind a wall and just be like, Tra, "La la la la, timer's up." Okay, she has to go in. She has a machine gun. She's fucking dead.
2: Okay. Well, let me put it in perspective like this because I actually watch a lot of H One Z One, and I've been watching King of the King of the Kill uh, a lot. And they usually use, this is kind of a weird functionality to use in this type of mode. I think to eliminate that, they just make the maps a little bit smaller. But in all honesty, I mean, the pretty- it, they're pretty small. I mean, it is what it is. But I think if they really want to implement something like this, which does help the games go faster um, and not get that sudden death stall out, uh, which I think it should just be a sudden death if there's one, if there's one person alive, if there's two people alive on each team or one person alive on each team, the, the idea of the gas and the smoke is to actually kill you if you don't forcefully fight. Um, In this game, I think it's kind of counterproductive a little bit because, yeah, the fact is, if you're a Widowmaker, it kind of forces you to fight in a disadvantageous area. But I see where the perks are of how you build your team comp then. If you guys are playing like Roadhog, Widowmaker, and let's say like McCree, your goal is probably going to be to hook somebody's stun and just try to finish them off, whatever it may be, or, you know, lower the health, finish them off. You have a certain lot amount of time to do that. But I guess at the end of the day, somebody could counterpick with a team that isn't as aggressive and just sit back. So with not having health packs, I think this still plays a big part that forces teams to try to stall out. And it's kind of hard to do that in like let's say ten minutes of getting fired on like that.
1: So well, it I, mean, I see games stall out all the time, though. Like I see go into overtime all the time. I rarely see it draw, but I mean, some people will run away for the draw. I don't I think you should that. get a draw at all. Like no draw. Then how? No it. draw.
2: I think they need to find a way to. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I think they need to find a way to eliminate it. I think the gas is a good idea. If you die to the gas first. That's your fuck up. Like you have to find a way to deal with that, but you can't say or maybe even do a depletion of life to the point where you're losing life until you hit one and you can't recover that life. I don't know. I mean, they have to come up with something well, that eliminates people from being able to stall hard well, in they, overtime.
3: Well, they already do something like that in one v one. After a certain amount of time, you get to see each other's position, no yeah, matter but where. But some
1: they're heroes at. are, but some heroes move faster and have mobility, and they can just be like, bye. <laughs> True. So that's why. I mean, that's why I
2: think they should I, lower health, like poison almost.
1: I mean, but then you just have to pick a ta- I mean, if you're a tank, no, you're you, just can't heal you can't outlive.
2: You can't. No, either. I know, but like oh, I yeah. have
1: more health than the 200 Farah. I don't care. Like Farah's right, well, gonna die over, before start I start overtime
2: with one HP each. Somebody's oh, gotta get hit.
1: That means more than like,
3: Farah's splash damage. Ooh, yeah, done. Spl-
1: like done, bro. Like that's the that's the thing like the the problem is like the overtime smoke is going to favor is going to push someone in their favor and players. that's going to cause stall outs. Yeah, like, I, you want to see people stall? That will make people stall.
2: I think we just have to ha- accept the negative the one negative that can't be avoided no matter how you try, which right. is this is people are going to stall. That's it. So, right.
1: And I think like the way they're handling it with showing people where they're at with like a minute left in the game I think that's a pretty good way of dealing with it, for the most part. But I do like the smoke idea, but I like it for the next point that the person made, and that is something to push people out of spawn. Because, yeah, that's fucking dumb how I've seen, like, Reinhardt, Mercy, Bashin just sit in spawn and just wait. I and think, right.
2: can, they, can they choose not to leave? I think, yeah, they, I mean, they can just sit in there. I think after 10 seconds, it should force you, auto- teleport you automatically out. I don't even think there should be a spawn point, like, that you could sit in. I think it should just be after picking your character of 10 seconds of waiting, it forces you out of spawn automatically and locks the I doors. Mean, like,
1: enemies can run into your spawn. Like, they can run into it, but, like, I mean, you run into a Reinhardt Bash and Mercy, I mean, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep, sorry, bro. You done. I mean... I, mean, I don't know. I think, I think it's you got a Sombra can hack that
3: can hot that shield real quick and run away.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sombra then, then would be the like Roadhog the hooks thing. the Bastion,
3: and then Widow put, takes down the Mercy. Bam.
1: I mean, you can, you can... Don't get me wrong. It's beatable, but, like, it's... It's a bitch. Like, it's
2: just the theory is a lot harder than, than actually yeah. executing it. I mean, the, Right, the you have to have, like, a competent...
1: You have to have a competent team comp and, like, people that actually know what they're doing. And you don't always get that in solo queue 3v3. No, nah, not
3: in solo queue, no.
1: Yeah. And then he, um, and last point he made was having an all an observer mode, um, which I mean, yeah, if any competitive thing you should, I mean, every competitive gameplay needs some kind of like spectator observer thing. Yeah. yeah. So hundred yeah. percent agree I, with that. Yeah, I, yeah, there's yeah, not much, I mean, there's much on that one. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Um, But, uh, Jeff Kaplan actually chimed in on, uh, this post and, uh, he, uh, talked about two points in general and, um, they said they're looking into it being competitive, but they wanted to make it start this way and then see how it just kind of evolves and then deciding on that at a later point. Um, but they also, uh, talked about, uh, health packs, um, why they took them out to begin with, um. They were on the map at one point, but it caused... Uh, it's kind of like what we talked about. It caused the game to be more health pack control style, and it made the games last too long to what they were feeling, so they just removed them. Um, now, they're not opposed to putting them back in, mind you, th- but they want to see how it plays out. Uh, and then Kaplan also chimed in on that, the fact that he's not a fan of the bans and pick phase. He would rather explore other ways to deal with uh picks and bands than actually doing picks and bands. They have different ways of handling it with uh d- dealing with balance and stuff like that than just being like, Hey, you the uh, we're just gonna give you a League of Legends pick and band phase. Um they're not now that's not saying that they said they would never do it, but they would rather explore almost every other option before they go down that road. I'm checking a C i am checking I can see that. I mean they're already,
3: they're already seem like they're trying to build Uh, you know, a, kind of a unique, I want to say unique options for them to, you know, for you to play Overwatch and it just being just a multiplayer, you know, five V five, this isn't that. And like, I think three V three was, is, is the right step towards it. And I think they just want to keep that rolling before they just kind of adopt anyone else's, like, you know, anyone else's system of trying to, you know, work out different modes, which I can, like I said, I can understand why doing that. And I, I would give them credit, like, you know, I think Blizzard could come up with something a little bit better than just bans and picks like that.
2: I just personally feel, if they do picks and bans, they need to have at least over 30 characters before they start doing it. There's If they really decide to do that, it's just not possible in their state, and the game will force itself into a meta.
1: Yeah, that's the main problem with picks is bans, is you're going to force a meta at some point. You don't want to meta on everything.
2: I mean, it's, it's okay when we got sixty characters. It's hard to really cut down on a meta because you could probably flex with almost anything. But right now, there's not enough characters to do that. It's too limited. We need another two rows of characters. Meza, is that what we it's need? Maybe three. Honestly. Damn.
1: Oh, hey. can we not? <laughs> you know how like it's hard enough to balance. Like fighting games, like become unbalanced the more characters get thrown into the mix, and yeah. the same can be said for MOBAs. I mean, yeah, it adds more fun and stuff like that, but then we get into, like, major balance issues. Yeah. I mean,
2: it is true. I do agree, but at the end of the day, on a, on a competitive level, people are always in... Plus, viewership-wise, people are going to want to see something different every time, every season. So, yeah. Having, like, 30 characters, I think, is a lot, especially with this type of game that has so much to it already. Maybe having, like, 20
1: is okay. I... I agree, but then we get into the point to where we because there's so many characters, people only learn what's really top tier, so we never really get to see the rest of it. A la Marvel vs Capcom three. And then we get I mean sometimes don't get me wrong, we see Modox come out of nowhere, but then like even then that settles down and then it's like, well great, you know? Yeah, that you'll was just you, the same game. You'll get over those and specialists, over again.
3: you'll get those specialist players that just yeah. play those weirdo characters.
1: It happens. Yeah. Yeah, but then you don't really see like anyone breaking away from meta until season change. Yeah, and then when season change happens, like they flip the whole game upside down and like rebalance and flip do a whole bunch of crazy ass shit. Yeah, and like that happens like yearly in league. Like the way the seasons work in Overwatch is like way more rapid. Right Every, now, what anyway. is it? Every
3: three months is just the, about is like a new season. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Hearthstone.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like Hearthstone a little bit. Um, I'll I'll say this though. Something that Blizzard does well, if it's not broken, they don't really try to fix it. So, I don't see a reason to keep adding too many characters when they kind of have a pretty well-balanced game already. As balanced as it can be for a first-person shooter with all these different skills. So, do I expect them to make more characters? Yeah, but do I expect them to have 30 or 40? I really don't want them to. I don't think they need to. Another five characters will do. Just call it we'll
1: it. see. We'll see how it goes. I am I'm not i I'm not gonna say we're we're gonna see more heroes. That's that, that is not that's for certain. That's for certain. I'm just worried about an overabundance of heroes. That's just, that's my concern.
2: I just want to know if they're gonna do crossover characters because they've had so many so far going into this game, going into other games. So never know. Might see a crossover character. Then, I wouldn't mind I'm, Reaching at straws uh, a little bit there. <laughs> and Mikey, like,
3: yeah, nice nah, character. I mean, just because there's one. a Sorry,
1: bunch of Overwatch characters me, and Mezo. Mezo. Heroes this, of the Storm this isn't,
3: this isn't one of our versus games and, you know, our dirty Damn. fighting games and stuff that Mikey refuses to be a part of anymore. It's not one of those, man.
1: Oh, Mikey, my God. I don't, don't have time to play him anymore. That's why <laughs> I, I'm so bad at him now because I just don't have time to play. It's all good. It's all good, bro. Yeah. But um, anyways, we'll uh, just roll into our next topic. Apparently, some new voice lines got leaked along with the holiday theme song, which pretty much all but confirms that there's going to be a holiday yeah. event. Shocker. shocker, everybody. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, shocker.
3: Lizard wants money. Who
1: wouldn't thought? <laughs> yeah.
3: Wow. Say what? Yeah. Christmas so packs. Bunch- Here we go
1: yeah so a bunch of the voice lines are like revolving around sombra, talking to other people uh things about an arena mm-hmm. and then, like I said, the uh overwatch holiday theme, so what do y'all think about that um I like some first of all I, I like the interactions themselves
3: they're meant for i'm assuming some sort of brawl, which is what you're stating it might be a holiday brawl, maybe, possibly not sure this is is all this is all data mine stuff but the thing about it is that the brawl seems to focus around sombra because now there's all these unique sombra to character voice lines like you said earlier and some of them are really cool some of them are just funny to some being really weird like that like kind of question things like sombra has one with mccree where she goes like uh uh it's 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 fun it's what is it it's an honor to work with you mccree if that's really your name and then mccree answers back like i don't know what you've heard but my name's not Joel or some shit like that and you better wow. remember that like and he seemed pissed and i'm like <laughs> whoa hold the fuck up what is this
1: well or- i think that's more to go with like when you when you i think when you play somber right now there she has no voice interactions in quick play with anybody
4: yeah so that is i true. think this
1: is them inserting those into just the uh, game okay. now so now like you know how like when McCree talks to Reaper on Route sixty six or something like that, it's like they 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 might have an interaction. Just now they're interjecting Sombra's interactions in the game. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, that
3: is true. I, I I don't know why I've like completely like it flipped me that she hasn't really said anything. But then again, I don't really listen too much when I'm starting, getting ready to start a match. I'm like too busy trying to hit the basketball in the damn basket, running around, <laughs> spraying, doing stupid shit. So
2: <laughs> that's like one of the funnest games to do, like while you're waiting. I just trying to say do that. the basketball. The worst yeah. part is when
3: you're trying to line it up, and then like some douchebag comes by and hits oh, it. Oh my fucking god! And I hate you just that. look at them, and you just like hit crouching a bunch of times and try to pretend like you're pissed because you you are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah the the no, voice lines think, are dope. I like them.
1: I i think they took a while with the voice lines on this because they were like, how much of the story do we want to give away here? Because, mm-hmm. like, Sombra is supposed to be like, elite hacker. I know everything about everybody. And they probably were digging through the voice lines, like, okay, how much of this do we actually want people to know? You know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Uh, I understand why McCree said that, though. Because uh, he's hiding his, obviously, uh, he's hiding it from, uh, Sombra being the hacker that she is to find his name, so he's trying like, to, like, keep it under wraps. You know, um, it's, yeah. It's kind of sneaky. It,
3: yeah, it, was, it yeah. is, it's, it, it's, it's cool because it's digging lore, and then this, she even has them with Zarya, and it seems to be post the trailer, too, which is cool, because, like, you know, hey, what do you think about so-and-so from Volskaya? That whole trailer, you know, her intro trailer that had that really bombing like, just scene in it. Uh, you know, she had one with Zarya, so I I'm just like pretty stoked to see this because I'm like I there's one thing I give to Blizzards like is the lore. And I'm already very like I'm already liking the lore of Overwatch and just, you know, these little things just those small, you know, they add they could add in some to some really cool depth to these characters.
1: Oh so. yeah, no doubt. Easily. And they do it so with just light nudges in like certain directions. They don't like spell shit out for no. you. But they just, like, nudge people in, like, certain ways. I don't know. It's interesting. It's very... I mean, it reminds me of League in some sense, but, like, the story actually fucking makes sense. Um, Yeah.
2: No, you're right. (laughs) You're 100% right.
1: Like, League tried to hint at its story so much, and then it just got convoluted as fuck, and it was like, what the fuck are we even trying to tell now?
2: Look, when you take your characters out of the game because they died in the lore, you got some issues, okay?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> so besides the voice lines, um, what about the, like you said, we got the arena ones, right? There's like arena loading music, and then there's actually Athena, which is, you know, the, the, the narrator over a lot of the stages and stuff that we have when we play matches. She has like yeah. an, one that she's sta- saying, arena, just straight up, arena, or entering the arena. Challenger, and then the weird one is, it says gladiator.
1: It's probably mm. a new game type, some it's gotta be some kind of new game mode, but i have I have no earthly idea what the hell uh, it can be.
2: I'm calling it right now. it's gonna be a all out brawl, just like anybody goes shoot whoever in a a big arena. That's it. just kill each other nasty a free for all, no, free for all. Just, we haven't just, had one really,
1: yeah, but overwatch doesn't work as a free for all even the three but it's like, a
2: game mode,
1: yeah, that but That would work. No, because it's not. It doesn't.
2: Would you. You can target anybody. Have you not wanted to? Like, kill people on your own team before?
1: (laughs) I mean. Now you get
2: an opportunity to join and kill everybody.
1: But the game is like. All the characters are built around working together, just about except like, for like, like you're not maybe gonna a see a few flankers. I mean, like you're I, not
3: gonna see a mercy in fucking arena, unless that mercy just for some reason gets good shots. And in. see,
1: and that's the other thing, is I don't think they wanna invalidate any character in yeah. any mode. So that's just why saying. I don't think we'll see it.
2: You've seen some videos that we've shown you before. Just wanna make it clear. <laughs> Kill people in a whole team by yourself. Oh my goodness. Just keep it in mind, Mikey. Just saying. Just Meza,
1: no, I just don't think Blizzard would release a mode that would make some characters literally useless.
3: Yeah. So what about the uh, the other ones, like the, the X-Men theme, X-Men, X-Mess theme song?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I will, I mean, I, I don't know what the more, there is more to say. Like, if no one didn't think there was going to be a holiday event. Yeah. Like... I I mean they haven't confirmed it obviously so this is all still technically speculation oh, from yeah. a data mind so we can't say one hundred percent but I can I I mean it's if they didn't it would be like did you not want money yeah like <laughs> they they really I, haven't so missed
2: one yet so I don't I don't see why they could do that to themselves
3: they don't even miss I, it on like Hearthstone bro like. Hearthstone gets like holidays every single time, even if it's just the stages or an update, like a small little patch update or even a brawl. It just brings in the masses. So, and then Overwatch being what it is. Yeah, I, I couldn't see them missing out on this. My question is like, I mean, we're not even in December yet. So they still got plenty of time to patch. And I'm I'm trying to, who, I can't remember if it was in a previous podcast. Did you and Ja like discuss like when the next patch could possibly be for something like this? Like, did we talk?
1: Well, did you say it, like the
3: third or the 13th or something it, like
1: that? I bet you it'll be next week. Cause that'll leave Symmetra being on the PTR for two weeks, uh-huh. which would then be about the time they'd probably give something like that. And so I, whenever the holiday event's going to come, I believe Symmetra will come with it. Mm. And I think Symmetra will have been on the PTR for two weeks next week. So I'll bet my money my 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 prediction is next week. Cuz that'll be the first week of December. And I I think it'll be then.
2: Has that shown like a consistency that they've done stuff like that though?
1: I I mean they got the Hall- when when did the Halloween patch hit? Halloween was like before October I think. It was like at the end of September, I think. I want to say like it was near the beginning of like October though, like might be. That's what I remember. Um,
3: because like I I was like actually kind of out of Overwatch at that point. So when I came back in, I was still in the middle of the, the uh the, the Halloween event. Hmm. But I I'm try I have I have to maybe look it up somewhere. But I someone had speculation saying the 13th and those was, like a a specific reason why they they said they had like they had like certain points that they were stating why blizzard would pick that day because for one obviously it would go through christmas into new year's or something like that so it could kind of like cover both of those because also oh okay there we go because there was some these aren't the these aren't all the voice lines um because there's like holiday voice lines that have been shown um it literally has genji saying like you know happy holidays and stuff and and but then we had tracer and zarya or tracer and junkrat they had they were talking about like explosions and fireworks Meaning more towards New Year's. Mm,
1: like, I like yeah. And they, then wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, are they going to try to combine New Year's and holiday I, together then? I, I couldn't okay. see why not. I mean,
3: they're so close to each other. Why not just do something that could just cover both? I mean, these were just voice lines. I'm not saying the brawl itself would cover both. Well, the brawl would most likely be Christmas related. But then, I don't know, maybe have some sort of limited time mode or something on top of that.
2: Uh, just so you guys know, it was the second week actually of, of uh, October.
1: Of October. Yeah. Oh damn, that was it.
2: even closer than I thought. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you, it might not be next week. It probably, it could be the thirteenth, but I, I mean, that's possible. So, I mean, it's pro- it's obviously probably going to be on a Tuesday. It's always because all the patches all- patches always drop on Tuesday. So it's yep. either going to be like, I'm still going to put my money on the sixth. Cause I bet you the changes are going to come the same time as uh, Symmetra, and I think yeah. Symmetra will be out next week. At least that's my prediction. Um, if it's the thirteenth, that to me that would mean something's bugged as fuck. Like, I feel like if they push the thirteenth, it was unintentional.
4: <sighs> but that's just
1: my that's just my opinion. Kay. So, so I well, mean, I'm we- shooting, I could be I could be completely wrong. Or I could be one hundred percent fucking right.
3: Or you can be, you know, one hundred percent fucking see right, if, yeah. If Ja was here, you'd <laughs> be right. right. He'd call <laughs> yeah. he'd call the schedule, who was working on it, when it was gonna come
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly we don't have our forecaster extraordinaire yeah. with us currently.
3: No, he's he's literally
1: on a plane right now heading back. Probably. He's probably like, God, I want to edit this. Shit, they're putting together. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like just because I wasn't on it, none of it was uh you know jaw like so. Some
1: yeah. but anyways, let's let's roll into um some user feedback. We actually got uh a quite uh a couple of question. Uh, I think like a question slash statement basically from fake underscore savior uh basically kind of uh talking about the possibility of a uh, uh or uh basically what Terry Crews was saying about wanting to uh voice Doomfist and what that could mean about getting more uh more uh, stars involved in voice acting in Overwatch I'm for it cuz uh Terry Crews for one cool cool
3: actor seems like a cool dude don't know him personally, but uh, he's been he's been like on a bit of a social like online social gaming thing lately because he's been he had to build his first PC pre- uh like I think last month and PC Master Race Reddit went nuts. They wanted to adopt him as the new mascot, literally take him and just put the hair on top of him because he kind of looks like <laughs> the mascot God. already. <laughs> yeah, they got wallpapers and everything of the guy and I actually he's it. even he's even met up with some youtube personalities like Jay, Jay's j's two cents he's a a big youtuber when it comes to tech and he's actually gonna build them his pc and all that and i don't know i guess he just saw the light cuz originally he was just doing this for his kid and the more he was getting involved with it, the more he was he started liking it so i guess you know it it was during the time that you know overwatch was just what well, still is you know blazing and everyone it's very popular and people are playing it so obviously it 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 came it was on his radar so I guess seeing the trailers and, you know, being online, he's like learned about the character Doomfist and just wants to get involved with that. And I'm for it because I could see it.
1: I could, I could, I don't know what Doomfist, I mean, you've seen posters of Doomfist in, um, Well, you've seen previous incarnations of Doomfist and New Bonnie. So there's like posters up on the wall and you can see like what Doomfist like looked like in the Uh previous iterations. I, yeah. I think people will be disappointed if he is, though, because, well, well, in my opinion, I think, I think Doomfist is going to be an Omnic. So, like, you're going to have to, like, if, if he is, that means you're going to get, like, a digitized Terry Crews voice. That's fine, because guess what? Terry Crews is known
3: for doing the robot, and I see that being the perfect emote for him. It would. It all goes full circle, bro. I'm telling you. Calling it right now. They're going to do it. And he's... You look at... What is it? Um, um, uh, what is it? The, the fucking Burt Reynolds movie. Football with the prison, and then Adam Sandler's did it too.
2: Oh, um, longest yard, long, yeah. longest yeah, yard, yeah, he yard. Was,
3: yeah. Terry Crews is in that doing the damn robot. I don't know yeah. what it is about the guy, but he's just like whatever movie he's in, he'll do it. And as I'm like, long oh my put God. him in here, perfect. As, as long robot. as he's like,
2: hey, you want these her- hamburgers? As long as he says something yeah. like that, I need him to just be like Terry Crews. I don't even want it to be like a character that's made up. I want it to just be Terry Crews is Doomfist, and I think that is what people what's gonna sell people more than anything. I mean, oh, I'd, 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 I'd play the character just to play it. I wouldn't even care if he sucked.
1: So, that's, so then let's talk about uh, Fake Underscore Savior's next question, and I'll just read real quick. So his first, qu- first off was just asking about Terry Crews, and then he went to, uh, second, do you guys think Overwatch team does does go with a celebrity voice actor? It'll be a positive impact on the game. Destiny used, uh, used to have Peter Dinklage as the ghost voice, so I'm not sure how much that helped the game in the beginning. So the problem with what happened with Destiny is they got a popular voiceover guy, but they couldn't lock him down. Basically, I mean, and I think it'd yeah. be easier. I think it'd be a lot easier to lock down Terry Crews than Peter Dinklage, but that's just because of star level. I'm not. I'm. I mean, that's. Oh. I mean, my, some people like would raise. I guess Terry Crews above Dinklage, but I mean, Peter Dinklage <laughs> I mean, is. I like, mean, he's so small. Oh <laughs> Damn. Uh, I would say it this. Way. What
3: is that? Not what we we're talking about.
1: <laughs> no, no, uh, not even, no. I'm not even gonna uh, okay. not, not even going that.
3: No. no, I get what you mean. Uh, because you know, celebrities—they obviously they have schedules right. and they have you know opportunities have to pass by them because of scheduling conflicts. Right. Um, I, I don't think it could be that bad. Uh, considering, considering, I don't know if Peter Dinklage like came up was like, oh. Destiny, I want to be a part of this. Right. While as, you know, Terry Crews was like, yo, I want to voice this character. That's true. Someone that might want to do the job more will make the time for it. To I make agree. sure like like it's not one of those like, oh, I also have to voice this uh this character. But guess what? I gotta do this movie. It's more like, yo, um, I can't come in the film then because I'm doing voiceover work and I have to be there. Like there's just two different, you know, like two completely different ways of you know, how someone would fall into that. And I think Peter Dinklage was more on the, you know, they brought him in and he's like, Oh look, I I can't do it. More while as like I said, Terry Cruz is like, I want to do it and he seemed like he looks like he'd be the type of guy that would just would kind of stick to his guns and would like you know just make the time for it considering how passionate he seems to be about it
1: yeah like i think like i said i think you'd be more likely to see him stick around cuz like i'd hate for like cuz the characters in this game are so everyone's connected to these guys like someone and if someone got connected to doom fist and the if doom fist is a character mm-hmm. which i mean we don't know if he is or not probably going to be probably going to be um that and something is attached to him and then the voice actor changes. That tends to have. It doesn't like, always. It's not always a negative, but I almost want to say like seventy percent of the time, voice actor changes really like hurt could. the connection. Yeah, with the player. Could. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it really doesn't. Like uh, you no. Know,
2: I just right? I feel I feel like it's one of those things where, uh, kind of like uh, you know, Dre was saying like when you have an actor who wants to do something they'll take the cut from whatever else they were gonna do and invest the time into actually doing that and i mean i've actually listened to a lot of the other voice actors that are obviously less well known that are doing the voices for these characters and their voices are kind of like you can't get it out of your head once you hear it you're like oh man i know who that is and i think with terry cruz I guess you would hope that it doesn't just make it, that's Terry Crews. Like, I could tell you right now, I know the cast names, but I don't call them by their names. I call them by the character names. So, I hope it, I will say from the standpoint, I hope it doesn't have a negative impact where people go, that's Terry Crews, instead of going, damn, that's Doomfist, Yeah, but I know who's behind
3: it. That's... At this that's point, the it probably will be like that because it's already such a topic. Um Yeah. But, it, like, you know, if it was, like, more under the rug, like, oh, did you know fucking. Yo, is that Terry Crews? That's Doomfist? Like, maybe. Oh shit it
1: is. Maybe if Doomfist is an Omnic, you can digitize his voice enough to make, maybe. It, make it feel like Doomfist. Maybe. Of I Terry mean, Cruise.
3: I mean, most cats didn't know fucking. What's his name? um, The Iron Giant movie? I didn't know that was fucking Vin Diesel
2: until, like, a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, oh, but wait. That was. It's awkward. Wait that yeah. was
3: vin diesel <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no vin diesel. fucking
1: way yeah that's that's yeah, Groot, man triple he did x he,
3: he did nine. yeah he's man. triple x vin diesel no wonder Toretto. he got
1: the role for groot
3: yeah <laughs> that's him
1: <laughs> see exactly
3: this is what i mean like if, if it was not an issue i think it'd be like oh shit you would get what mikey just fucking had two seconds ago that reaction well it, which is still cool no matter what but now that it's like you know you see that he wants to work on it and people are like yo we want you know fucking terry cruz to do it it's gonna be all like more yeah that's doomfist but you're just not gonna get the picture of the old spice guy fucking you know power and
2: shit oh dude you guys- he should
3: have a power fucking voice yeah. line that'd be amazing I, I oh just want you guys God. to know,
2: Iron Giant was like 16 to 17 years ago. And bro, nobody just nobody, nobody asked
3: you to bring You're this shit up, You're making me feel old. Nobody no, asked you for that I shit, say that
2: because I say that because that's that's interesting that a voice like that, that's iconic, was never noticed by somebody until now who likes movies. So, yeah, I think with a character like Terry Crews, if they just dumb it down, he's like, nah, we're not going to get Terry Crews. And then you hear him and you like, obviously you digitize it like you were saying and then eventually you go, was that really him? And who knows, the next four years, people will be like, yo, that was Terry Cruz! And they'll be like, really? That was? I, I or, never... Or, I
3: or, or just about. look up his work and be like, what has he worked on and the next never day? Mind. And then be like, oh, he was <laughs> in it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, You're right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so I guess we kind of have like a mixed bag. Like It could be really great or it could be really bad, but it just kind of depends it sounds like. Yeah, I don't think, really I think it's a good
2: I think it's just, one of those things where it's either neutral, people don't really care as much, or it's like yeah. a really good thing.
1: There's,
3: there's the third part. Who, who
1: fucking yeah? Cares? That's that's a better. That's a better. It's like, ah, eh, don't fucking care, or like, holy shit, our new Lord and Savior has come down from above, or something yeah, exactly. like that. Yeah, but anyway, well, let's uh, let's talk about season three. Are y'all excited for season three starting this week? It started today, right? Yeah, it started. You're, yes. ex, you're right. it did start. It's, today. It started.
3: It started today, and I'm stoked. Um, I, I I went into season two like halfway, and you know I managed to get myself to fucking to to platinum, and it was and it was cool. I was kind of stressing myself too much on the rank. I'm like, I just want to set a goal for myself this season because I'm gonna play it from the beginning. But the one thing I want to do, and one thing I just want to advise everyone. Don't worry about your rank that much. Just just play, because I feel like if you put too much pressure on yourself, especially if you, in things like the placement matches, like don't stress yourself out so much. You know, It's not bad. It's not good for your health. That's, I just wanted to put that out there, because uh, like, a lot of people are going to be all like, oh my god, I got to play as best as I fucking possibly can for these placement matches, because now they're placing us even lower, and I don't want to be in the filthy bronze or filthy silver or whatever.
2: You're probably going to be down there if you're thinking like that.
3: Yeah, you will. You will drag yourself down. Um, and just don't worry about it, man. Just play. Just play to the best as you can. And if you guys don't have a healer, don't pick a Hanzo. oh uh,
2: <laughs> just,
3: uh, just, just he's just like don't do Hanzo
2: heals when he touches
3: Hanzo a heals.
2: What?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Hanzo heals yeah. by killing you, that whole <laughs> enemy team. Right? Yeah, I uh, killed. Yeah. <laughs> I healed you.
2: There
3: you Um,
1: go. I I killed everyone. Therefore, you were healed. You are healed. No damage. Exactly. Uh, Honzo support, go. um, Okay. (laughs) Um,
2: I don't know. I guess for me, at least, I definitely agree with the concept. Don't play for. Don't play for your 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 SR. I think it's like the worst thing you could do because I did that when I first got it and I got in late season uh, two and I was just like, uh. I'm getting demolished at one point, and, I'm, and I've heard so many people say, man, I've lost like 400 SR to just today alone in like three hours. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? But I started thinking about it. I think this season is going to be actually really fun just because all the characters kind of got buffed more than anything. And there is a lot more flexibility in the team comps, and I'm waiting for people to kind of see that a little bit more. But until then, I'll just be picking off noobs
1: so, so I can climb up. So how do y'all feel about the new... The new possible fix matchmaking. What do you do? You think it's actually going to fix anything, or do you think it's like like, like it's the placement? Gonna, yeah, like you know how matchmaking is supposed to get better, and then like placement is supposed to be more geared toward what you're actually playing around and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, we'll see I'm, how it goes. I mean, yeah,
3: like I, I myself didn't, I didn't experience. Um, I don't know why I just didn't feel like I experienced a lot of on the matchmaking side, like being brought up against, you know, people like a team better than us or anything like that. But like, I think the placements like, yeah, there was too many people jumbled up around the same kind of area. And like some people were, you know, supposedly put higher. I, I don't know if maybe I was one of them. I was like, I shouldn't have been platinum. I should be I should just be filthy bronze or whatever. (laughs) But, um, I, I don't know. Like, you know, we'll, I, I find out when I actually do my placement matches and actually get a couple games in to see how much of a difference it really has made.
2: That's yeah, true. Um, I, I would like to, honestly, this, this is something kind of weird. I know it may sound really off-centered from what they're probably trying to do, but I would like to actually see it go from, uh, let's say if you're a new player and you've been, you haven't done placements yet, and most people have, I would like to see them throw the new person doing placements into bronze to start off, and every win that you get or rather your performance in general will go okay maybe they're not in bronze put them move them up a little bit and it kind of like goes back and forth depending on how you know they progress throughout the the matches but i personally think they should just be more harsh on team teams people groups of like 4 groups of 5 groups of 3 be more harsh on them when they're doing placements I think if you did all your placements with like a group of five to six, you should not be placed in like some fucking plat diamond master. No, you should be placed in the lowest league because you relied on playing as a team comp. Like, i that, don't i no. don't think it promotes no. well what? when you do oh, no. yeah, i absolutely do you
1: are that is such a solo queue perspective <laughs> no, it's not. no it's not i'm like, not saying like is, i'm not saying that like that is so, that. so, so like. me out, though. hear me out though hear me out though we haven't hearing you out I'm saying, bro and mikey's
2: like nay hold i'm on, not this is saying, a
1: team-based game let's punish team no 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 punish team, like, i'm team saying you're tactic.
2: getting six-man six-man teams and not everybody's running six-man teams in placements so yeah, you're lucky enough to get a six man team, so now you get to just run over people, and you're allowed to no, be in a higher match, elo for that. Like, I don't gonna think put, that's how it works.
1: Matchmaking is going to put most likely six man teams against five or six man teams. What like, there are very rarely, very rarely do I see six man's against three, uh, uh, two teams of three. Like, I, I'll see I've them. Seen <laughs> I've seen it. Okay, I mean that's fine, but. I rarely see that happen.
2: I'm just saying it's you shouldn't be. a. am not saying you shouldn't be allowed, but you should still be a little bit more. It's almost like a slant. It's like you shouldn't be like, oh, OK, well, we have a six man team. We could just run through replacements through and get all of us into diamond or, or or plat. I think it should be a little bit of a harsher slant, considering there are people who, who really don't have people to dual queue with or solo queue with. Like, I mean, outside of solo queue. So I'm not saying I should be rewarded more just cuz I'm solo queue. I say there should be a flat rate for everybody and then if the the more people you add to your party it should be a little bit harsher. Like if you lose in your placements so as a 6-man team it should be a little bit harsher.
1: If you're going to be harsher on teams you're going to force solo queue on everybody. Cuz then why would then why, would, want to I wanna, why plan, would I want to penalize myself?
2: It, it's just for placements, just for placements only. That's what I'm saying. That well, why should you be rewarded for playing because, as a, okay, as a so four or five man team? Let's
1: say I've got six friends, right, and then we all like don't do our placements together or whatever, and then we all end up in like the different brackets, and then Shoot we better. can't play, and then we can't play with each other. What then?
2: Uh, there's quick play.
1: No, that's
2: no. <laughs> no. I mean, I you mean just, I...
1: you've literally segmented friends from playing with each other. Who could? Like, let's say we have one in diamond, we have one in gold, we have one in, like, silver, and then we have another in platinum or whatever. And then, like, none of them can, like, play with each other because they're, like, out of that rank way.
2: I don't know. I just don't want it to be, like, I'm not saying it has to be a har- a super harsh, like, slant to bring them all down. I'm just saying it, if you lose as a, as a five, four- or five-man team, you should definitely get penalized a little bit more than somebody losing in solo queue because they had some shit-tier players who just couldn't handle themselves. Like... And they're doing well. I mean, it's just such an unbalanced thing. And that's what we talked about before is that, yeah, solo queuing is imbalanced and it feels like you are not allowed to solo queue. So hence why I feel like solo queue should at least have a certain standard and the groups should actually still be punished a little bit more, not for winning, but for actually losing. Like, that's what I'm saying. It it has to only be in placements at least.
1: Punish them for losing by not doing cooperative with each other.
2: Considering they did team up together.
1: But then don't reward them for actually pulling off. No, I'm saying reward them.
2: You can reward them. Just don't give them like this outstanding placement just because they went six and four as a team. And you're like, oh, well, they all deserve to be in diamond just because they went six and four. I'm not saying that's going to happen. But I'm just saying the slant has to be a little bit more harsh. Towards the whole team, not like an individual person only. You get what I'm saying a little bit. Like I, I just get feel like it, but so, I solo, with it. solo queue is harder. Like people were yeah, getting placed randomly. It's a team
1: based <laughs> game, and you have to be basically when you do solo queue and you don't have a team, you're going to have to convince people to work together. Like that's that's the that's the risk you run when you do solo mm-hmm. queue, unless you're like. 420 no scope plays it (laughs) destroying everybody on the field you know i don't
2: know i mean i guess it's kind of hard to convince people that it's okay to like to punish people for yes like if you i just don't get why you should be able to play in a big group and you don't lose like i'm not saying lose more sr but your placement shouldn't be as as high as somebody who's who's like if i'm nine and one for my placements and we're all in the same let's say we're all the same elo like we're all plat and i go nine i go nine and one, I get placed in plat, but your team your six man team goes uh fucking seven and three or eight and two, and you guys get placed in like diamond that's not fair I, like it's not it really isn't like I work I mean, myself a lot harder i don't like, do you think
1: disagree, so i i don't disagree like why an eight and two team is getting a better <laughs> placement than someone who's nine and 1ing uh unless the nine and er was just not getting any you know, medals or anything and just like kinda of coasting. But I guess
2: I guess they should probably at least iterate how they're doing their how they're doing their, their breakdowns. Cause I feel like yeah, okay, maybe that would probably be bad because no, actually because people, people would target. Game certain the system.
1: They can only give so much yeah. away. Cause like if it's based off like damage no one's gonna fucking play healer if it's based off uh you know uh play of the games or etc cetera, etc cetera, no one's gonna play you know you can't yeah. release information like that willy-nilly because then people just game the system
2: i mean the best part is it's not like saying i'm not gonna go get a team of five or six i'm just saying we should be penalized a little bit more and that's all just a little bit
3: these solo queue guys are ridiculous.
1: <laughs> For 20 I'm good. You choose to solo queue in a team-based game where literally, like, I just, I don't, I don't. All worry,
2: right, I got you. I, I will be, I will be the solo king god and I will show you oops, that. the
1: solo king god in silver. <laughs> You're funny. You're fucking funny. Damn, hey. called out. He said, oh, the solo king god
3: in silver, huh? That's a nice crown. Yeah, hey. Is that aluminum?
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll see you I'll see you in a 1v1s, all right, Mikey. Oh, I'll see you oh, in the 1v1s. Shit.
1: I mean, that's fine. I don't I'll out. admit I don't do well in a V1, <laughs> but hey, team based combat, bring it. <laughs> hey, I know hey, how to no, support no, no, people. Man. I know how to get a team working. How about you? Damn. <laughs> the hell happened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what it oh, always happens.
1: <laughs> we we had a solo queue versus group queue discussion. Yeah, I that's felt very teamed up one, okay? okay. But I uh, I think we're going to let the heat die a little bit. And uh, we'll, yeah. we're will we going to close shop and we'll call this a victory for us. Damn. On For everybody. Back together <laughs> and it feels
2: so good. We're just waiting Does for Ja. John ja needs just... to pass judgment. That's where it comes down to it.
1: <laughs> he what? Said, really? Yeah. They need a patch what?
2: He needs to... No, I said Ja, ja needs to pass judgment on
3: this oh, and we'll be
1: yeah, good. Yeah, he'll pass... He'll be like, all oh, y'all are fucking stupid. Yeah, I was like, what the hell, judgment? He'll be like, <laughs> like I, what didn't, kind of judgment I didn't is say that? anything like... about
3: this. You guys are dumb. I'll follow yeah. up with
2: Buff Tracer. Oh, good.
1: God. And this is why no one can take you seriously. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, audience. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Like, we always appreciate just listening to us. Um, All our available podcasts are on, if you ever want to... I don't know if you have another downloader or you have friends that have different downloaders in you and they're like, oh, I'd listen to that, but it's not on my favorite, whatever platform. We're literally I feel like on every single platform, known to man. Uh if you want to catch us, we're on iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and we have an RSS feed. Because people still use RSS feeds. I I don't even know. Uh, le- links are available for each platform right on the Match Those Buttons website. Uh, also, uh, if you ever want to just hit us up on social media, ask questions, find out more about Match Those Buttons, you can find us on Twitter at, at uh, twitter.com slash Uh Facebook, you can catch us on facebook.com slash matchthosebuttons. We're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash buttons. We love hearing from all of you. Literally, we read any message that comes across. Um, sometimes you could even get read on the show, like fake underscore savior did this week. Shout outs to him for a really cool topic and really cool question to ask. Um, but yeah, we just love to hear from y'all. Uh, also, if you want to do us a solid, just share this podcast. Let people know that we're what we're doing. If you like us, Give us a thumbs up, review us, rate us. We love to hear from y'all and just share it to the world. Spread, spread the word from the house of jaw. Oh, God, go. I can't nah, believe I just, I, thought you were I can't dodging believe I that. Just, <laughs> I can't believe I fucking said that. <laughs> you go brush my teeth. <laughs> Damn. But if you're interested in any of our other shows like double tap, with Best these show two, ever. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for the after show to hear what's coming this week on match those buttons. Uh, you can also check out our schedule of all our podcasts and, and anything going on with Matches Buttons at our main website at slash shows. Literally hosts all of our podcasts. So if you missed an episode, why did you miss an episode? No, but like go back and you can listen to it and catch up with us. But guys, I think that's going to close us out. Do you have any last words to the Watchpoint community? from the double tap guys. See you guys in the battlefield. <sighs> Yo, see you guys in solo queue, all right? I don't think i in love with nobody. <laughs> We're done here. Good night, everybody. Later. Good luck in Later. season three. Yeah, good Woo! luck in season three, guys. Basically.
0: thank you for choosing a mash those buttons podcast here's what's coming up this week on mash those buttons on tuesday november 29th nick ray jeremy and eric bring you the latest in world of warcraft on wow talk they're talking about the latest wave of bugs ap exploits and legendary soft caps on Wednesday, November 30th, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week, they talk about how to make 3v3 competitive, Datamine voice lines, and upcoming Season 3. On Thursday, December 1st, Meza and Crashtag bring you the latest in fighting games and the FGC on Double Tap. This week, talking about Capcom Cup, Marvel vs. Capcom 4 rumors, and more mods. On Friday, December 2nd, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you Sit Rep Radio, talking the latest in the division and the state of the game. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com schedule